I see you selling podcast episodes as NFTs, and I'm curious what success and lessons learned you've gotten there. And even, you know, just the decision of how do you turn which episodes into NFTs or like the whole catalog versus a single one. But yeah, let's just start high level with lessons learned and success. Podcast NFTs, tokenizing an audio file, okay? The Web3 community is getting more familiar with collecting WAV files through music NFTs, right? For the longest time, I've I've always been like trying to think about like, what are other ways podcasters can sort of monetize their content? Because podcasters don't get treated the same way as music artists do on streaming platforms. Like Josh, you and I, we don't get paid per stream. Like we don't see that. To some extent, maybe like the top 5% podcasters or top 1% see that revenue. But there's a huge, like a long tail of creators that don't see that. Whereas music artists, regardless if they're like, top 1% or top 99%, right? Like at some point over a certain amount of time, they'll get their their revenue per stream if it's set up correctly through distribution channels, whatever it may be, but we don't see that. So NFTs can be poised as a new way to sort of uh, capture that value by, yeah, I guess incentivizing the user to collect something if they really enjoy the episode. Like that's how I see it. It's another form of patronage. So there's no real royalties for me to attach uh, to this podcast NFT because I don't get anything from web to streaming platforms what I could do in the future, which I'm not too sure on like the, the the legal landscape is like sort of maybe do like an income sharing agreement with the sponsors who pay me, right? Which I don't want to promise any of that because it's very, very weird and very unclear. So I'm staying away from that. The whole takeaway is like, I try to experiment more with like tokenizing episodes, okay? And I don't tokenize every single episode. I figure out the ones that I think are going to be performing best or the ones who have performed best in the past. So the first one that I did was a one of one. It was with Eric Reppel, head of data at Zora. And that goes back to me realizing through on-chain data, seeing that we have an overlap in our collectors and kind of seeing how that episode outperformed all the other episodes. So I was like, whatever, I'm going to make this my first podcast NFT. It was a one of one. I priced it at zero. It was an open bid structure for 24 hours. And uh, I think like eight people bid and and uh, Jacob, who's the co-founder of Zora, ended up claiming it for like 0.22 ETH, Okay. The second one that I did, I was like, all right, let's 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 mess around with like additions. So the next one that I did was an episode with Blockchain Brett, which ended up being my most listened to episode for season three. And uh, a lot of people, when I posted that, they're like, wow, this is such an iconic episode. Like, this is super cool. This episode made me buy my first music NFT. Like, those were what they were commenting. And that ended up being and in translating into transactions, right? And collections. So I kind of saw that, wait, there's value in podcasting. Podcasting is just another art form. This is something that people would collect. And the price for that, by the way, if we're already just going on this, I got from Bello, right? So I was able to see kind of like what my collectors were purchasing right now at the different price points that they were purchasing at and use that as a way to kind of price my NFTs because I didn't know what what to price it at. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to go with that. And the last one was with Cooper's episode. He did like a debut on the Mint podcast, kind of like revealing his new $10 million fund. And we we said that this is going to be the next episode we tokenized and also did really well. There's no real like I guess like magic to how I do it. I just kind of see like, what's the best content? What are people enjoying? And use that because assuming that if it's performing well in web two, then it might perform well in web three. Yeah. Do you think that before monetizing, right, given the condition of the market right now, it's a better idea to experiment with free before you go to monetizing work? Or, I mean, is that really case by case dependent and it's hard to even put like a, a rule of thumb on it? I think you can still monetize work. You just have to be like super self-aware as to how you can monetize. I still see people trying to do like like multiple editions, like drop multiple editions at a really high price point. And you just can't do that right now. Like 
0.05 is the new 0.1, right? Like 0.1 was like the premier price for like music NFTs in, in the bull market. Now it's like 0.05. And we're also seeing like 0.02, right? So you just have to be very like cognizant and self-aware. The NFTs that I sold for the podcast, they were, it was like priced at like 0.02, 0.03, and for 25 to 33 editions, like super low, but it's enough to sort of build some type of like uh, patronage model on chain and like some type of like paid collector base just to kind of like get things going, right? I still think people are collecting. And honestly, in my opinion, doesn't matter. Like look what's happening on chain. Like people are still buying NFTs, maybe at lower volumes, but yeah, money's still being spent. ETH is still being deployed. 